0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of outside perspective i'm your host adam meredith man oh man we had a whirlwind of an adventure this past week and i wanted to come and share just some of what was going on damn so if you follow me on social you uh you probably saw last week or i guess by the time i drop this won't be last week but i just recently got back from uh, first Thackerville, Oklahoma where I was coaching Uh, There's a couple fighters that were competing on the Bellator MMA card. So I first went down there to uh, Coach the Maid man Jameis Taylor Uh, He's a past uh, guest on the show and then I ended up actually coaching Scott the General Futrell. So Scott actually lives in Houston now used to live here in St. Louis and uh was a training partner for a little bit of time started off at another gym their gym kind of kind of closed down and people everybody kind of went their own ways and he ended up coming to our gym and a hell of an athlete and just super nice guy so i ended up coaching him and let me tell you that was quite the adventure didn't quite go how i anticipated so uh, we, we leave on Wednesday morning at like 1.30 in the morning, and um, I'd only had like two hours of sleep, so <sighs> leave in the morning so we can drive through the night, and I say we, it's me, it's Jamise, it's uh, Jamise's wife, and their three kids, so we have a car full of people, and the goal is to drive through the night so that way the, the kids can sleep, two of them. Are just babies, toddlers, um, and Jamies is cutting weight. He had to cut a whole lot of weight to make you know this fight. I think he was uh, fighting at 145, and he started pretty heavy. I'm not quite sure where he started at, and uh, so he's he's struggling. It's late, and um, you know they picked me up. I, I ride for the first couple hours. And then I ended up driving. And so it's about a nine and a half hour drive, but when we got kids and, you know, some stops and stuff. So it took us about 11 hours. And I drove nine of the 11 hours on like two hours of sleep. And we get there, the the, the weight cut is is very hard on Jamis. And, you know, we uh, we got within two pounds of, of making the weight. And, you know, his body just started shutting down, couldn't make it. We weigh in, you know, we're going to be over. We try to start hydrating, and he's not hydrating, and you know, he's just um, unable to keep fluids down. And as a result, you know, due to you know doctors' concerns and just a lot of the health things going on, um, he had to pull out of the fight. So he wasn't able to fight. Scott was able to fight, so I did coach him. But man, that whole experience. You know, I haven't fought in like three years. So for those of you who don't know, I fought professional MMA. fought, you know, total between amateur and professional for about a decade. Um, you know, I've done kickboxing, boxing, MMA, Muay Thai, you know, jiu-jitsu tournaments. You know, I started off as a wrestler. So I have a lot of experience in combat sports and weight cutting in particular, you know, starting off with wrestling and, and fighting. Um, I usually walked around about 195, 190 and I fought at 170 pounds. So for me, I created a system so that way I could get the weight down in a healthy way, in a way that would not uh, you know, sacrifice my performance. And you know, so I still felt good. So I got it down to like a science. And you know, I learned my body and I learned what worked for me and what was the best, best method. And what works for me may not work for the next fighter. And may not work for the next fighter. There are some general principles I think you know most people can kind of experiment with and, and try. But in general, you got you have to do the experimentation part, and you have to figure out what works for you. And this whole experience, you know, going down there and coaching with uh, and helping Jamise make the cut, and I feel bad because you know he had, you know, he had some weeks, about five weeks, to make the the weight, and I I wish I would have helped him more you know, in getting down to the weight, as opposed to just kind of a, you know, I knew he had the fight. I told him I would corner him, but then I kind of let him do his own thing. And, uh, you know, I was as much support as I could in the, you know, the last hours of the weight cut and everything like that. But man, you know, when you don't work with somebody full time, it's, it's hard to keep track of everything that's going on. And, you know, the weight cut was really tough on him. And I fucking hate weight cutting in general. You know, I didn't like doing it. It's something I did, and it fucks with a lot of people's heads. It's like this game, you feel like, I'm not gonna be able to compete well if I don't cut this weight. And it's like this legal form of cheating. It's this weird thing that we do in the sport. And I don't know why we do. It. I don't know why they don't just add more weight classes. You know, is, is have a fifty-five, a sixty-five, move seventy up to seventy-five. So add a weight class, move a weight class. Then you already have eighty-five. Add in a ninety-five. Right? You already have two hundred five, and then maybe add in like a two twenty-five between the two hundred five and the heavyweight. Just, just give people options. It doesn't make sense. And. Weight cutting is so hard on the fucking body, it's hard on your liver, it's hard on your kidneys. Um, you're completely depleting yourself of all nutrients uh, whenever you stop eating, and you you know you dehydrate yourself, and you're low on electrolytes, and it just fucks up the body, but it's something that we do. And man, it just really had me thinking about just doing things uh, the right way, you know, and, and and always being a professional in whatever it is you do, especially in fighting, I mean, golly, if you're an up-and-coming fighter, and this is just for anybody out there who's listening who is maybe a, a fighter, you have to be ready at all times. There's no fucking off period, and this is just in life, too. 365 days, you're always on. Like... There is no off-season, you're just always in season, you're always ready, You're 365 days a year, you're in training camp, you're constantly being prepared, you're making yourself better, you're making yourself sharper, you're fine tuning things, you know, you're improving your system. These are the things that you need to be doing, especially at the high level of MMA, at the high level of any sport, you always have to be ready, period, but uh, man, that was a hell of an experience, you know, being on the road, doing 75 hard, attending to him. There was a period of time where we were in the hospital for most of the day. That ended up being a very late day for me. Had some pretty late nights. Um, made sure everything got done. But that was just the first leg of the trip. And uh, man, it was, it was a hell of a, hell of a ride. You know, thankfully Jamise is okay. Um, hopefully it was a big eye opener. I think that, you know, it's, it's just kind of one of those deals man it's like what do you want to do like is fighting what you want to do i for me i personally had to decide that that was no longer what i wanted to do and i think a lot of us fighters get there but if it is what you want to fucking do you need to be a professional at all times and you know as much as weight cutting sucks uh you just gotta fucking do it and there's a way to do it there's a, a, a way to do it so that way you're not wrecking your body you know it's already uh, an unsafe practice as it is especially when done incorrectly but if you're if you're doing the things correctly if you're you know give yourself plenty of time you know it takes uh time to to slowly lower your set point slower the you know lower the you what know, you're walking around weight, the way you know which you just kind of carry yourself on a day-to-day basis it takes time to lower that point and that's what you want to do for a healthy weight cut you want to diet down You know, you wanna lower that set point, lower your walking around weight. For me, I would get down to ideally 178 pounds. I diet down, clean up my diet, make sure I'm, I'm staying active, I'm staying consistent, I'm staying disciplined. If I can get down to 178, that's golden. If I can get down to 180 though, I'll make it happen. And then the rest was just water weight, which, you know, that is definitely where it's unhealthy. There's no real healthy way to cut water weight, especially in the massive amounts um, that a lot of us fighters tend to do it. Uh, the faster you can do it and the faster you can rehydrate, probably the better. For me, I didn't like to lose a lot of weight or use a lot of energy in the day of a weigh-in so I would cut most of my water weight the night before. I'd drink tons and tons of water all the way up until the night before weigh-ins and then I'd start my water cut. Uh, usually cutting between uh, I'd probably say 7 to 8 pounds sometimes 10. And then the day of man I would just soak in the bathtub with I put rubbing alcohol and some Epsom salt and that helps pull the moisture from you. And then I'd put a little space heater in the shower, not in the shower, but in the bathroom with me, and that would create this like sauna effect, and it helped me cut the weight. So I found a system that worked for me, and um, you know, I was able to you know create a protocol protocol for rehydration, so that way you know I was able to do this in a way that you know didn't compromise my performance or my health. And uh, man, that's just something that any of you fighters out there that are listening. Definitely find a system that works for you, but more importantly, give yourself enough time to get the weight cut done. Just weight cutting is just so dangerous. It's an unfortunate part of our sport, and it's just something that, man, I can't stress enough that you need to do it correctly. You need to find a system that works for you, and maybe if you need to get with a professional, then you need to go do that for sure but uh, man that was a hell of a ride it just felt like everything on that trip that could go wrong did go wrong and then the next leg of it i fly out so i'm there from wednesday saturday morning catch an uber and dallas fly out of dallas get to san diego 8 a.m it's like time traveling right it's like fuck, man you know you say gain two hours when you fly west at least from the midwest you do and, uh, man, I get there, it's 8 a.m., it's beautiful, there's a little bit of overcast and some sun, uh, a little bit of rain, but by the afternoon, man, sun comes through, clouds are gone, rain is gone, it's a beautiful day, got some amazing content, did a podcast with my buddy Aiden Perez, and, uh, man, it, it was just, it was legit, so this podcast that I'm doing right now that you're watching is going to drop before the two that I did in san diego so i sat down with aiden perez who i met in austin of all places austin texas last year at uh, at the caveman coffee after party at paleo fx I met him there and uh, we connected this time you know almost a year later again we connected i was in san diego we sat down he's a entrepreneur. that was a phenomenal conversation i can't wait to bring that one to you and then i sit down with jimmy kendred who um, i sat down with him the next day he was not actually on my agenda going out there i thought i was going to sit down with somebody else and you know i get there i meet up with rick and rick's like dude i met this guy at um he also, let me back up. Rick is attending this conference um, held by this guy named Brendan B- uh, B- Burchard, and it's a three-day conference, kind of like a Tony Robbins or you know, it's a big expo. Three days, whole bunch of like-minded people, tons of energy. You're learning some things. Um, you're connecting with people. It's just a great environment, I'm sure. And Rick meets uh, Jimmy there, and you know, they hit it off. They introduce, you know, they uh, you know, they talk and. Uh, Rick's like, dude, you gotta meet this guy. Apparently he's kind of in the solar business, but he's also taken several trips down to Peru and developed relationships with the tribe down there and and a shaman and, you know, he wants to bring clean water and infrastructure to this tribe and just telling me about all these things. I'm like, dude, he sounds like a super interesting person. I'd love to meet this guy. And uh, so then we go the next morning. So this is Saturday, Sunday morning we uh we go we do some hot yoga and that's where i meet jimmy and his uh his wonderful girlfriend shiloh and they are just some beautiful souls man like just cool energy great people super nice um you want to talk about a linchpin type of person just always connecting people um that is certainly them and uh man that evening or later that afternoon ended up connecting with jimmy and, and we sat down we did a podcast and dove deep into you know plant medicine ayahuasca and these trips and some of his journey and you know still only scratched the surface of who Jimmy is and and uh and what he's all about but we got some really good information as far as uh you know traveling down to Peru and if you are interested in ayahuasca and if you are interested uh and in, you know these plant medicines or helping this village with infrastructure just a lot of good information and man it just had me thinking like just went through a fairly challenging few days in Oklahoma where nothing seemed to go right you stick through you keep pushing and then you know I fly out to California it's like a completely different vibe and it's all the same trip just a different leg of it and it's like You know, fuck dude, I met some amazing people, had some amazing connections, you know, furthered the mission, Um, going to Peru in June. That's a a lot of great things uh, on the horizon and it's just like, fuck man, it's amazing. You know, not even two years ago did I start this journey and here I am, you know, traveling around meeting crazy, cool, interesting, you know, intelligent, fascinating humans and it's just it's, fucking, it's, it's like is this real life like is this real and i just kept thinking to myself you know we captured some content throughout the day and we did some things i'm like man it is amazing what you can do when you live with intent every day every day you wake up with intention you know like Andy frisella talks about having a power list not my whole life i've been big on you know doing checklists so whatever title you want to put on it whatever it is but you know creating a checklist however many things is on the checklist is up to you andy likes to do the five things some people like to do three but i'd say three to five things every day non-negotiable um you want to get done for that day and something i actually i picked up you know talking to jimmy and talking to uh Uh, Rick and uh, some of the the tools that they took away from the conference one was done before one and I'm an early riser and I like the idea of getting everything that's extremely important like this of high value as far as taking you to your next you know the next step so in, in in if I'm combining principles you know combining these different things that we're learning to make them work for you I take the power list which is five critical tasks, the five most important tasks that you need to get done for the day uh, before you go to bed. The idea is you can get those done at any point of the day. But I I would like to combine those five with Brendan's done before one. So if I'm up early and I'm efficient and I'm effective and I'm I'm living with intention, I take my power list, my five most important things and get those all done before one and then after one is just all the, the other stuff. It's, it's the promotion, it's the marketing, it's the emails, it's the, you know, it's, 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 it's things that are still important, but aren't the, the, the critical tasks. So that's something that I'm gonna start challenging myself to do is to get my power list done before one. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but man, just living with intention, Every day, what you choose the intention for the day, but living with that and then not only that, being open, being, you know saying yes, being open to what comes your way as a result of living with that intention, because whenever you live on a certain frequency, a certain vibration, you're going to radiate that energy out and you're going to also attract that back to you as a result so it's it's being open it's going to make you feel uncomfortable opportunities and things are going to come along and you're going to be invited to things and you're going to meet people and you know it's it's going to be uncomfortable man it's like you're going to want to initially just instinctively say no but don't say yes say yes and uh man when you say yes the possibilities open up You meet people, you do things, you go places, and the thing that you were worried about, you learn that what the fuck was I even worried about that for? It doesn't make any sense. So man, it's just it was was a hell of a a hell of a ride, hell of a journey, hell of a trip. I really enjoyed it. You know, here in a couple weeks, heading out to to Spokane, Washington, to do some photography and some podcasting, and I'm excited to see who we meet out there and you know, what paths we cross. Um, I think this podcast episode should probably drop a week or two maybe even before the two episodes come out uh from the uh from san francisco not san francisco san diego so be on the lookout for those uh if you aren't head over to outsideperspectivepodcast.com. get on our mailing list we'll keep you up to date on uh, when episodes are dropping guests that we have we'll give you some exclusive content you'll just stay in the know of everything going on you know with the podcast so that's a great way to stay connected so again outsideperspectivepodcast.com get on our mailing list also head over to YouTube if you're watching this you should already be on YouTube but if you're not and you are listening head over to YouTube subscribe that helps us grow that platform if you're listening on Apple podcast do me a solid just leave a, a rating and review I think what we're going to do pretty soon is run a contest um i'm gonna get the details together we're gonna do a review contest where i have you guys write a review take a screenshot of it email it to me i'm gonna pick one random winner and i gotta give you guys a gift of some sort so i'm gonna get those details pinned down and we're gonna start doing more giveaways and different things um to connect with you guys and interact and to thank you guys and to say you guys are the shit, and i want to you know show you guys that appreciation um but yeah, bring us a friend. Uh, leave us a five-star rating review if you can. Those things immensely help. Um, you know, recommend you know the show to anybody that you know you think is going to get value out of the show. All of these things help. And uh, big thank you um, to Convergence Media Group. If you guys would like to check them out, go to convergencemg.com. They are a multimedia company and they work with uh, companies across all industries they will help you create content and they help you uh, build out a strategy uh, to build your brand in this digital world so go check them out convergence media group that's convergencemg.com also big thank you to my good friends over at jumbo superfoods go to jumbocbd.com check out their full line of products my two favorite products i like to keep it basic with the droppers I feel like it's very universal they're versatile you can use them in a lot of different uh dishes or just take them straight sublingually and then the muscle bomb my absolute favorite my uh, girl uh deja my girlfriend just asked me last night are you gonna spill like menthol every time you come to bed because before bed man i rub it on my 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 elbow bummed up right now my my wrists i rub it on my my sore joints and muscles man look what the fuck you want me to do i gotta heal this body cbd helps with that uh check them out you can go to Jumbo CBD, you put two of an item on your cart. So if you want extra virgin olive oil, you put two of the extra virgin olives in your car, olive oils in your cart, they should give you that third one for free. And then for our listeners, for you guys of outside perspective, you put the code OUTSIDE, in whenever you're checking out, and you're gonna save 20%. So use the code outside at checkout. You'll save 20% off of the entire order. And if you do buy two, they should give you that third one for free. Uh jonbocbd.com. Check them out. Fucking love them. As always, go over to imposedwill.com, check out our full line of apparel. You can impose your will, and we want to help you do it. We want to help build a community of just kick-ass humans that are doing the right thing and doing the work and, and are imposing their will on life. So, go to imposedwill.com, use the code OUTSIDE when you check out. You'll save 10% over there. And then, uh, hey man, big shout out to First Form. Um, I absolutely love their products. If you haven't, check out their OptiGreens and their OptiReds, but they're OptiGreens. So good for your gut health and you know fixing your gut is going to help you utilize all your macronutrients so you know the greens are gonna help lay that foundation and then you can better utilize your protein fats and carbohydrates from there so go check them out I have no code for you I just like those guys and then oh check out my homies Unavita Unavita tequila go to unavidatequila.com again they don't sponsor the show I just I just think those guys are fucking rad and uh, they make you know the best fucking tequila in the world uh, so go check those guys out and that hey, that's all I have for you guys I love you keep being rad individuals, rad human beings, and uh, I'll check in with you guys next time. Love you. Bye.